0: Then I was reading an article just a little while ago and apparently it's pretty messed up.
1: That didn't give us much information just yet. Well,
0: let me pull it up here. This, I don't get some penalties of the law versus another. Now, this is titled the co-owner of a trucking company, which was called Bill Hall Junior trucking. Okay. The co-owner, which is a female. Okay. Which is the wife. Okay. Is charged in a $9 million fraud scheme. Why is she being charged? Well, I'm going to read it to you. Now, what she did was she provided false information to the insurance company, and she saved $9 million by not being honest with the insurance company.
1: Okay, so it's insurance fraud. Yeah, I mean, but why is she being like? Why is the co-owner being sued and not the owner?
0: We'll get to that in a second. Okay. But what's a, what's funny? Well, obviously, you can even gather that she's probably the one that provided the information.
1: That's what I'm getting.
0: But it's just when I'm. I, you know, before I go into the article, and my thoughts are. How reliable are insurance companies? They're not. So somebody got one over on the insurance company. They're mad. And they're pissed off, and they're going to take this all the way. They're, we won our They're nine, mad. We want our $9 million. Um, but no, seriously, I mean, I understand. Don't get me wrong. But let's, let's be honest. When, when you and I are well, in our, our last house that we had, we had a leak in the kitchen. After a hurricane. You remember that, right? I remember. Okay. Well, so we call the insurance company. They come out and I forget, what was the reason in the valley where the two pitches of the roof come together? They said, oh, no, we're not liable for that. You know,
1: (laughs) because the, you could see, they said that in a valley, you can only put Like, you have to have, like, if the valley is here, so far up on the valley on either side is where you're supposed to be putting the screws or the nails. And they said ours was not all in line. Like, some of them might have gone in a little bit more. Like, there was,
0: like, one or two screws that were.
1: So, instead of being, like, three inches out from the valley or a foot or whatever it was, ours might have gone in instead of 12 inches. Maybe one time it was 10 so they said they weren't liable because they weren't
0: because whoever put the roof on didn't have it. and and that's here nor there, um, but the bottom line was the then if you remember the guy he was kind of cocky the he was arrogant I mean what do they call the appraisers or whatever or insurance what, adjusters
1: or uh, insurance inspectors
0: right He's up on the roof and he's and he's right away Mister Cocky Mouth I know everything. and he's deni- he's like telling us it's not going to go because. There's one or two screws that mm-hmm. were down further in the valley than it should have been and it mm-hmm. wasn't and and we found out that's not where the leak was at anyways. Mm. The leak was actually down further inside the middle which was uh a- another story but the bottom line is this was right after a hurricane mm-hmm. and so they found a way to deny the claim. Yep. Okay. And there's so many you can go online and you can see where Insurance companies have
1: ripped di- off the person paying them every month.
0: Right. I mean, how many year? how many times in Florida, for example, how many times in Florida after a hurricane do they announce certain insurance companies are pulling out of Florida? Mm-hmm. See, we're not going to insure in Florida there because it's too risky, but yep. we'll go where it's safe. We're the, we're the, we're always, the, you know, when they, here's what I'm getting at. When they want your money they got this big bs line going on of we're here for you when you need us we're there for you you know and then when you need them a lot of times they're not there i mean don't get me wrong we've already collected on a different insurance claim that they came out and paid on on another hurricane but this one here particular they didn't so now all i'm saying is even though this lady's guilty of many things by the way um, I don't feel sorry for an insurance company that takes a hit. No,
1: I don't. Know, you know why also, I mean, every year insurances adjust. They they, they fluctuate to go with um, inflation or a raise. Like so far, like when we started out here, our insurance has gone up like, I don't know, like maybe $600 over the last six years. So it might have even been more, I don't know. But the point is, is they, they, they can charge an outrageous rate to begin with and then raise it to say it has to do with inflation or because the um, building materials are higher or whatever in case you have to put a claim in.
0: How about the BS?
1: So for, for 18 years, they can get a claim or not get a claim on you, but charging you that higher rate in case... You get a claim. Well,
0: here, how about the BS rule they tried to pull in Florida this year where they said if your roof is over 10 years mm-hmm. old. Now, these roofs in Florida, they're hurricane tested and they're rated for up to like 25 years yep. on the shingles. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they said that they're going to they were they were trying to push this law through in Florida. OK, where they were going to drop anybody that had a roof under 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the governor stepped in, DeSantis is awesome. He stepped in and said, That's that's BS. We're not gonna do that. So but they had what they had done was and I'm not picking on one certain insurance company, but what they had done was they pushed um a lot of people into fear and they had to go and they bought got new ruse. And so who benefited from this? The roofers. And this insurance company because now now it made the insurance okay, now we're safer to insure your roof. Well, what does it matter if the if the the, the roof is insured or not insured, but it's it's um guaranteed for like 25 years Mm -hmm. on most roofs. Mm -hmm. Why should an insurance? It's almost like the insurance companies that step in and tell, tell the patient what he's allowed to get, what kind of medicine, what kind of operation he's allowed to get instead of the doctors being able to say that the insurance companies are the ones saying, this is what we allow. Yeah.
1: And they should allow us to do an inspection. Like if you have a bad or bad roof or one that's been worn down, then they should say, okay, well, if you can pass us an inspection, Then maybe,
0: but. And that's why we go back to this trucking story, okay, okay, of this lady. And again, I'm not defending the lady. All I'm saying is I don't feel a lot of compassion when a billion dollar insurance company takes a $9 million hit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not for doing things illegal or doing things wrong. She was wrong when she lied. I'm not going to, you know, defend her, but I don't have compassion on insurance companies. I just don't. I'm sorry. It's like it's like asking me to have compassion on brokers I have zero on brokers I have zero on insurance companies because the little person is the one that gets hurt all the time yeah. okay so let me read this to you now this it says Texas authorities arrested the former co-owner of Bill Hall Jr. trucking in connection with a multi-million dollar payroll and insurance fraud scheme so there was payroll also involved. it also said former. Former, former co-owner. So it could have been a divorcee. I, well, I, Don't what, know. It could be anything, right? Yep. We'll find out. Yep. So it says this week, Frances Hall, she's fifty-nine. She surrendered herself to the police in Bexar County, Texas. It says Hall was indicted for fraud by a grand jury in Travis County, Texas, on June thirtieth, and has been wanted since June thirtieth. Okay. So she finally turned herself in this past week. She'd been missing, I guess, for a month, month or two says, according to a news release from the Texas Department of Insurance investigators discovered that between 2009 and as far up as 2016, she allegedly provided false payroll information to the Texas Mutual Insurance Company and um, and concealed payroll reports to get lower insurance premiums. So she fudged numbers on purpose, actually by a lot, and and it said the scheme allowed the company and its owners to avoid paying out more than $9 million in premium payments. During that time frame. Yeah. So, I mean, think about this for a second. 2009, I wonder how big this, this uh, haul trucking was. So for seven years... Seven years, she saved nine million dollars on insurance. That's how much expensive insurance is. Well, yeah, and I'm well, what I'm trying to it's payroll pay? and. Well, it, what she did was she provided like false payroll numbers and all this other stuff, um, and what it, you, it you'll understand in a little bit. It has a lot to do with workers' compensation. Okay. But all I'm saying is, in a seven-year period, a trucking company. Is hit nine million dollars in premiums that she saved. So how much did they actually pay out? I can imagine. This just it's it's horrible insurance rates. So it says uh, the the compensation system is funded through premiums that employers pay. Um, it says the system relies on the integrity or the honesty of the partic- uh, of who participates to ensure that workers' compensation is viable and able to protect injured workers if convicted now listen to this if convicted mrs Fran- or miss francis hall faces up to life in prison and a $10,000 fine now I, the $10,000 fine that's nothing life in prison for doing this now listen to the rest of this story this is what got me this is be honest with you i probably wouldn't have even brought it on if it wasn't for the last part of this article okay you know, it says Francis Hall and husband Bill Hall, Jr. co-owned Bill Hall Trucking, which specialized in gravel hauling. In sixteen two thousand sixteen, Francis was found guilty of murdering Bill Hall Jr. <laughs> now listen, I'm not laughing at the she, murder. She was found guilty then. She was found guilty and and she served. Are you ready? She's uh she was she was found guilty in Texas. Three years prior. So basically, in 13, she, I guess she murdered him and then in 16 was convicted. It said while she was pursuing his mistress, I guess on a road, okay, uh, Bonnie Cont- Contreras, Bonnie Contreras, um, she rammed her car and struck her husband's Harley Davidson motorcycle. He died from injuries in a hospital short time after Frances Hall served a two year sentence for fall fo- for following following her conviction or conviction. I can't even speak. So she basically got a two year sentence out of murder. But my whole point is, but she's facing life for ripping off the big bad insurance company. Now, can't How crazy is this? So, I mean, t- you know, credit to her dumbness. You get out of prison, you get away with murder. Because when you get a two-year sentence for murder, you got away with murder. You did. Okay. But it said that um, she they they went back. So
1: something happened. What, what happened that they went back and reinvestigated for the insurance?
0: But they didn't go back. I guess apparently apparently she got out and then started this crap.
1: No, if they if they went all the way back to 2009, that was before she was convicted of murder.
0: Right, exactly. She, the, the. Um, I don't know. It, it does. It sound like, does it sound like that's when she was doing the insurance? Well, it
1: said that fraud? they they went back from from two thousand and nine to two thousand and
0: sixteen. Yeah, was the was when she did when she ripped them off? But they right. only just now
1: went back to investigate the two thousand and nine. So, so, right,
0: she, she, this is what I'm getting at. She was well. It takes time for that to come. That it takes time for. That stuff to catch up with auditing and everything like that. So, a lot of the people that are ripping off insurance companies right now, they look, they think they got away with it. I mean, this is 2016. She only just got indicted this past week.
1: Yeah, well, what I'm saying is she was doing it. Before she killed her husband.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was her and him. You couldn't. You can't do anything to him because right. he, he's dead. So He was probably in on it. Well, then again, we don't know. You now, don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say he was in on it. But, I mean, obviously, if somehow you saved $9 million, I mean, if it was you and I and, and, and you were the one handling the insurance part, I would be questioning you. Like, how did we save $9 million? That's a lot of savings. But anyways... Fast forwarding up to the sentence comparing, mm-hmm. the comparison of sentencing, she faces life in prison for ripping off the insurance company's $9 million. But she got only a two year sentence for running her husband over and killing him. Well, I mean, because that was, it said convicted of murder. She was convicted of murder, all right?
1: Yeah, not manslaughter, not vehicular homicide, nothing like that.
0: And a lot of times, be honest with you, vehicular ho- homicide and and, and uh, like second degree not or like third degree murder or something like that carries even a stiffer sentence than two years yeah so however she got only a two-year sentence back then it it the reason I even read this entire article was because you 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 basically get a two-year slap on the wrist for killing a man but you're now going to go to prison possibly for life. For stealing from the. Dun dun dun, 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 Exactly. How does that
1: make sense to you? It, it, it's not making sense. That's why I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, like you said, if she got out on, on, got away from the murder charges, what, what did she do to, to light up the insurance and like, what was it, you know, like, were they still trying to do something because she got away with the murder? Were they trying to still investigate her? You know how they'll pull up other stuff just to get that conviction. So maybe they were fighting on that that someone came in and and said, "Hey, I have an insider secret here. This has been going on." Who knows? That we don't know. Did the girlfriend
0: survive, the mistress? Well, I mean, I she only she was in her car. It said she rammed her car and and I guess the mistress and the guy on the Harley were just going down the highway and she caught up to them again i don't know the the circumstances behind it all but the mistress was in her car and the husband was on a motorcycle when she hit one i guess somehow maybe he was he may have been trying to block and and, and stop her from hurting his his lover whatever the case is all i know is she got convicted for murder and here we are like you said you know we're 2016 um, and I don't know the circumstances. Is this haul trucking still in business? Is it taken over by somebody else in the family? But it doesn't, it didn't say, Did it? Did it it, it, it a co-owned like they used to own it. So is this company, see if you can Google it. I mean, I'd be curious just to know, it doesn't say that the company has since then closed.
1: It would have dissolved if it was just the two of them owning it. It would have dissolved.
0: Well, you don't know. I mean, it could have been, it could, it It could be a bigger company than we know. Well,
1: here's the thing. I'm curious. I I need you to go back and look at something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So if she was convicted, if if, if the murder happened in 2013 and she was convicted in 15.
0: It didn't say she was convicted in 15, did it? For the murder? For the murder. um, Well, I think think the murder happened in 13 because it said in 16 is... It said so she's uh, in
1: jail. She was in jail when she was
0: being it said, investigated. It said in 2016, Francis Hall was found guilty. So she was found guilty in 16. It said in, in, in Texas three years prior while pursuing Hall's mistress, Bonnie Contreras. This, so let me see. In 16, Francis Hall was found guilty of murdering Bill Hall Jr. in Texas three years prior. So it happened in 13. The murder happened in 13. Yeah, and then you said something about two years later is when she was convicted. No, she was she was convicted in two thousand and sixteen. It said found guilty in two thousand sixteen
1: of of the insurance fraud or the murder.
0: The murder. So she's, she's only just she's only just been indicted. I think of the insurance fraud. Let's see here. This week, th- this is this article right now. This week, um, she surrendered herself to police at Hall was indicted for fraud by a grand jury in in Travis County. So okay. she was. In two thousand twenty-two, this week, she just got indicted by um, the the uh, grand jury on nine million dollars scheme. Yeah.
1: See, here's what I was doing is looking at the timeline. So, if she wasn't convicted in fifteen, right? She served two years, so that's eighteen, right? I'm wondering if the if see I got it figured out. The the mistress because of what happened. The mistress because he probably told her that, you know, hey, we're getting away with this scheme, blah, blah, blah. She probably, because she only got two years, people were pushing for her to get so your, a, a bigger
0: sentence so for murder. Your theory, and, and I, I'm going to be yeah, honest with squealers. you. They were squealers. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a good theory. I like mm-hmm. I like what you're saying, and it's very good chance that, like you said, you know, in bed at night with his lover, he maybe spilled his guts and, and, told you know, told her mm-hmm. how they were getting away with $9 million in ins- insurance well, money. Well, she
1: probably got little um, gifts from them and stuff like that. Oh, Bill, how can you afford this beautiful tennis bracelet? Well, that's because, you know, we got this, this scheme going on. I'm saving millions of dollars.
0: So, you well, I mean, you think he said it like he was from a uh, comedy <laughs> um <laughs> bad guy movie? Well, maybe. billhall.com. Yeah. Bill Hall Jr. trucking. billhall.com is not gonna. But anyways, um bottom line is it's baffling how <laughs> the law <laughs> can penalize somebody with a slap for such high crimes. Are you with me? Mhm. And there's so many people. Okay, I just wait one second. There's so many crimes out there that you hear every day where somebody gets hit for a bad crime and they get little little sentences. And there's people in prison that have been in prison for like little crimes for like 20, 30 years. It's crazy. What do you got? Um, it doesn't say that they're
1: closed. So I did, just did a Google search. That's it.
0: So they're still open?
1: It just says that um, they're in San Antonio, which is The suburb of what you said. Mm -hmm. So it just, it doesn't say that they're closed here. Family wages fight over trucking magnate Bill Hall Jr.'s. So, and that was in 2017. So yeah, the family, the mistress, people, the the case was converted to a Chapter 7 liquidation in March. This was in in December of 2017.
0: So they were...
1: She went to jail, and then when she was getting out of jail, like when she went to jail because she was in jail for two years, right. they started investigating more of it, but they were liquidating everything and filed Chapter so the 7. Com-
0: the company's no longer then? It doesn't look like it.
1: He was a third-generation
0: trucker. Yeah. Oh, And I wonder if he started the company, or did did he get that company handed down to him? That's sad, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But, you know, let's be honest with you. Nobody was innocent in this This entire case that we're talking about. You know, you're a trucking. How many times have we seen a trucking company, Ruthann? How many trucking companies have we seen over the years that they start off and everybody's going, man. These this owner's the best. Mm-hmm. He pays the best. He gives out Peter Bilts. I mean, we can we almost can do what we want here. We love this guy. And then all of a sudden, you get to a point where you get too big. Yeah, there's a it's an arrogance. I I know some companies that are out of business over this. So they get they get to the point where they're too big. And what happens is now they hire somebody that has nothing. No concept of what a trucker has to go through. They get some numbers college kid and a couple of his buddies in there to run the company. Mm-hmm. I, I can name some companies. I can name one or two that are out of Iowa right now, which I won't. Okay, uh, I know one that went out of business that was in Nebraska. Okay, you know they they, they the the dad was screwing around on his wife. OK, they, they all had they had this company at one hundred and fifty or two hundred fifty rigs. They're out of business like 10 years, but they had this company out of Nebraska and they literally had millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, this guy, this trucking trucking company owner, what does he do? He hires his lover to be in the office running things. Right. And there he is screwing her. Taking time off all the time. And next thing you know, when you're, he's coming down to Florida all the time. He had like some kind of condo down here in South Florida. He, he was a heart, believe it or not, this guy was a Harley rider too. And like him and this, this woman would come down here and they'd ride and they would just be pissing money out the door. And guess what? They wouldn't be minding the shop. What's that old saying? Well, the, the cat's away the mice will play. Well, this is what happens to trucking companies. I can name I can name probably 3 or 4 other ones this is almost the exact scenario. Guy gets a trucking company. Guy starts trucking company. Wife helps Wife is just as much involved, strong. She's she's helping with the drivers. She's helping with payroll. She's helping in every way. She's working her ass off just like he is. And what happens? Um, he falls in love with one of the girls in the office or he's out and he, because now that he has money, some, some gold-digging chick, right, mm-hmm. that's, you know, got her... Got a nice body, you know, she knows how to use it. She lures them away. Next thing you know, they're sleeping together. She's getting gifts, like you said. How you can I afford these these tennis bracelets and the condos? And, and all this crap's going on, right? And guess what Mr. Trucking Company owner does now? He ends up, you know, f- going gaga over over some woman that would have never even gave him a second look if he didn't have all that money in his pocket. He he's too stupid to even realize that. And next thing you know, his trucking company's going downhill, and who's suffering? The truck drivers. The mm-hmm. drivers and you know what the customers do? They just go get another company that's more reliable. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens when the own I'm going to tell you something about trucking companies. When the guy that built the company up stops watching and he and he, he's like, "Well, you know, it's about time for me to go ahead and enjoy my money. I'm going to have other people run my company." That's when your company takes a big shit. I'm telling you. Have
1: you seen that happen too where he's absolutely give it to his sons after having the company for 40, 50 years? Yeah. And and the sons just
0: destroy it. Listen, trucking company owner, if your son hasn't driven a truck or worked in the shop and his ass has been wiped by you and he's entitled, he's going to ruin your trucking company when you turn it over to him. Just because he went to college and he knows numbers and he could, and he could play with a calculator and an adding machine, I promise you one thing. He is going to ruin your trucking company when he gets in there. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be as good as it was because the guy that builds it up, there's a reason why it built up with him at the helm. If he's successful at Doing things right. That's why drivers follow. That's why customers follow. That's why everybody follows because the guy that was at the helm, the guy that built it up, has a good word. And his word is never going to be taken the same way when his kid or somebody else gets in his place, takes over that company. Now, there is a chance if you raise your kid and you get him in the shop when he's a little and kid teach him. and you teach him how to sweep the damn floor. It's not beneath your kid to sweep the floor, to grease the trucks, to turn a wrench, to take orders from the damn mechanic and help out. Okay. And then learn how to drive the truck, back them in, park them, change the oil, change the grease, then work in your, then work them into dispatch, work them into recruiting, work them in every place of that trucking company and make him know what it takes to run that trucking company. If you don't, I promise you, you're going to see the same scenario playing out, especially especially if you can't keep it in your pants. Okay, the day you you take it out and you start rolling around on your old lady and you're cheating on your wife, that's another downfall to you and your trucking company. Okay, and you know what? If she divorces you, she deserves half. I don't care if you think it's all you that built it up. She deserves half of your damn money, maybe even more, for putting up with your ass and wasting all those years of her life and now she's screwed playing a divorced woman and having to go out into the world. You know what? She should be compensated. And I kid you not, that just rips me up when I think about... You know, trucking companies that go through this. Again, I'm not defending this woman mm-hmm. because, you know, she was, she was all in on doing things wrong. She was ripping off the insurance company. Then she left her emotions get to her. She murdered the guy. You know, maybe it was a crime of passion. Maybe that's why she only got two years. I don't know. All I know is, okay, in the end, when you're not doing things right at your trucking company, your trucking company's screwed. That's all I got to say about this whole thing, Ruthann. How about we say assault, a sponsor high? Yeah, why don't we uh, reach out and, like you said, uh, mention who we're brought to you by? Okay, um, how about Loadsmart Camion? Smart. Camion's load Camion is actually owned by Loadsmart, and it's K A M I O N dot I O forward slash talk C D L. If you wanna. Uh, go ahead and download the free break-even calculator. Go to camion.io forward slash talk CDL, download it today, and start saving on, on in areas you never thought you would, especially with inflation. We're going to be talking about that here in a second, inflation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Driving-Test.org, we're also brought to you by them. They guarantee that you'll pass your CDL okay it's 49.95 for a month subscription and if you're in a trucking school or if you are a trucking school, make sure all your students download uh, or go to driving test.org and get the guarantee of passing their CDL test today. Also, we're brought to you by, I got their hat N-C-I. on today. Yep, National Carriers. They're out of Dallas, Texas area. Irving, I guess. Uh, they got about 400 trucks, and they're all those beautiful Kenworth T680s loaded up. They're looking for some students and some uh, experienced company drivers. They pay well, and they give you the best equipment. Call them today at 888-311-7076. And last but not least, we are brought to you today by Carter Lumber. Ruthanne, you want to tell them about Carter Lumber?
1: Carter Lumber is a company that has over 160 locations. They are looking for class A and class B drivers to be home every night.
0: That's a, a home every night job. Mm-hmm. And how do they find them?
1: Well, you go to www.carterlumber.com backslash talk CDL.
0: She says backslash, but it's really forward slash. It's carterlumber.com forward slash talk that's it's called forward slash anyways, moving on today. I just wanted to, you know, we've taken up a lot of time uh, talking about the, the last um, issue with the insurance fraud, but I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to these drivers today about saving a little bit of money in, in, in crazy inflation times. I mean, it's the inflation right now. I hate to be like the guy that's crying. The sky is falling in, but you know, if we're being real, you just seen where Walmart's laying off and a couple of companies are starting to lay off, which is a little crazy in times where there's shortages and you need workers. Mm -hmm. And I guess they're laying off corporate, but it's so tough right now to try to save a dollar. And just, I just want to go over some basic steps and I know you have a lot of stuff you might want to add in and you may, but here's some tips for truck drivers if they really want to save money. Um, Number one and, I'll, and probably 90% of these guys do this refund. Pack your meals at home. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about this years ago. I I personally used to live on a loaf of bread and, and a pound of bologna every week. But here's here's what you need to do. Buy everything cheap, including um, all your cases of water at, at Walmart or Dollar General. You know, these are little things like this. Like people buy this stuff out on the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to do a video I'm going to do a video where um, we compare Walmart to these truck stops that rip truck drivers off. Yeah. But, but think about this. All right. Dollar Tree. That's one of your favorite places. Mm-hmm. You know, you go into Walmart and buy your bologna, your your bread, a case of spring water, um, your mustard, your ketchup, all that stuff. You go in there and buy it and then go shop at a truck stop. It's It's probably... A hundred and some dollar difference.
1: Oh, it'll be a definitely a huge difference. I mean, enough to where even if it's only a $20 difference, that's 20 bucks you could have
0: saved, period. And here's where these truck stops get you. And I see I, th- I was thinking to myself, why does a truck driver actually walk in and pay $10 for a bottle of shampoo when he could have got it at Walmart for $1.99? Or what, what, what does a bottle of Suave cost at Walmart? Do you know? Like just a regular bottle.
1: No, it varies. Is, but it, is it more than $2 now? or I don't I don't think so. I think it's still like right under a yeah, dollar. Under a dollar? Under, 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 under $2, like $1.89 maybe. Okay. I don't know. I don't use th- Suave that often. Well, I'm just and I saying, always buy the bigger bottles.
0: Right, but I'm just saying though, you know, I mean, the most common is Suave because okay. it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. So here's the one thing I thought. Why does a trucker go into the truck stop and why does he actually pick up an item that's costing him triple that he could have bought at Walmart. Well, obviously cause he ran out most likely. Oh, I'm out of, I'm out of shampoo. Mm-hmm. I'm out of soap. Oh, I need, um, eye drops, you know, stuff like that, that they sell again. I, I live on eye drops, right? Mm-hmm. I buy mine at Sam's, right? Mm-hmm. I get a hundred, a hundred little vials for like 20 bucks. Um, so why does a trucker do this? It's because he ran out. Pretty simple, right? Well, how do you prevent that? Well, you need, to, you need to be strict with yourself. When you get home, you need to have you and your wife, before you unload the truck, Oh, I'm so tired. I just want to get out of the truck, Troy, and get home. No, you don't. You stop, and you have a little clipboard, or on your phone, a checklist of the items you need. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you check them. Resupply oh, list. Exactly. A resupply list. You look these things over when you go, oh, I'm almost out of shampoo. I'm glad I noticed that. Now I'd have had to pay triple out there at the TA. Okay. Wow. The pilot would have got me for a lot more money. But but this is what you do. Okay. Make sure you, and, and before you leave, even go over the list. It's really takes you about five minutes to know what you need. Oh, I'm almost out of ketchup. You don't want to buy that at the truck stop. You guys, guys just by making a little checklist. I know it sounds really simple, but a lot of people are not organized. Ruthann, right I know. I'm one of them. <laughs> but and that's why I have you, though. I mean, seriously, you kept me organized. So shampoo, body soaps, ketchup, mustard, salt, pepper—the things you're going to need in your truck while you're going down the road. Deodorant. How about working gloves? Make sure the winter's coming. Make sure that you have your 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 warm clothes ready. And, and, and ready to go, because you don't want to buy this stuff at the truck stop. It's going to cost you a lot more. You can go into Rural King or Harbor Freight or Walmart, and you can buy work gloves, all the stuff you need, tools, versus going to the truck stop. Make yourself a list, guys, and religiously check it when you come home. When you pull in and your wife, especially if your wife comes down to the truck stop to pick you up or whatever the case is, while you're waiting, go over your list. And make sure before you get back out on the road, you come back to that truck with your fresh supply. Or it's going to cost you. I I guarantee you, Ruthann, it's the only way a truck driver goes into a truck stop and buys something for quadruple price because he ran out or he forgot it.
1: Well, you could do it two ways. You can either make the list up on your phone and then you share that list with your wife so that she can see it and then she'll make sure that you get it. Or you can get a dry eraser board, one of those real small ones. You can get them at the dollar store. And you write what you what you want on it. If you're a person that doesn't really pay attention to the notes, then just take a picture of it and send that picture to your wife. Or just remember that you could, you could take that picture or do something, but you could set reminders on your phone or an alarm on your phone to go off before you would go back to your truck and set that alarm and, and name it, go to the store or, or get your supplies or something to so that. There is ways to make sure that you remember to get your supplies
0: before you get back in the truck. Exactly, and 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 really, guys, it might. There's some guys out there going, duh, it, which. And that's for a guy that's organized. But I'm going to tell you, there's more people that are not organized. There's than, too many. Yeah, there's. Look, I'm. I'll admit it. I'm the guy that would forget something if it wasn't for my wife, Ruth You used to. I'd come home for the weekend every other week, and you would have like little Tupperware containers ready to load up the food that we made over the weekend. What if we were cooking out? If we made spaghetti, you <laughs> would pack this stuff nice and neat in my 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 cooler Mm -hmm. and i off i would go and i saved a lot of freaking money not eating at the damn truck stops because they will rip you off they're also
1: they're also extremely unhealthy but if you have say you're a driver that's out two weeks if your wife as she's making meals for herself for your family get the tupperware containers that are the meal ones and all you do is as she's making it Put leftovers in it, seal it shut, pop it in the freezer. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that.
0: That's perfect for like if you're on the road driving and you just want to eat and go to bed, you pop it in the microwave and eat it, and off you go to bed.
1: Especially if you think your wife's cooking is much better than the truck stop.
0: Yeah, guys. Or fast foods. Now she's gonna question it. Hmm. Oh, Ruth. then number three. Three. For those that don't have a fridge in the truck, I lived all those years out of a Coleman cooler. There, I don't know, there, it was 100 bucks. I think it was like sixty nine ninety five when I bought it. It's probably 100 bucks now. But how much money does it save you? In one week, that cooler pays for itself. So if you're working for a company that doesn't have a, a fridge and freezer, or even if maybe yours is broke down, whatever the case is, go to, to Walmart, go on Amazon, go to a, if you have to go to, and get one at a truck stop, get yourself one of these coolers, and I promise you, you're going to save money just because you could still plug it in.
1: Yeah, it's not one that you add ice to it. It's it's a hot cold cooler that you actually plug in, and it it's it, ba- yeah. it it's just like a little mini fridge.
0: Right. In fact, I don't. Did mine have a freezer? No, it didn't have a freezer. But and the Coleman cooler, what's cool about it? You can stand them up and and open the door like a regular fridge. The shelves work that way, or you can lay it down. Mm-hmm. I always laid it down because it. You know, if you had to hit the brakes, it was more flat, more stable on its back.
1: And that's going back a little while,
0: so now they might have new ones. Well, i actually seen one recently, and they're not much different than what they were 20 years ago.
1: But you could still mount it. There, you, yeah. If you have one of those cupboards, if you have one that's big enough, you could put it inside of it, the closet. or So there's a lot that you could do to have um, a way to keep your food cold without using the
0: iced regular cooler. Half a gallon of orange juice. A gallon of milk. I mean, it literally fits a lot. A couple pounds of lunch meat. Mm-hmm. Like you had said before, the Tupperware dishes, you know, you get the little flat ones and you stack them up in there. And, and now you've got enough food for at least the next week. You got enough supplies to where you can get to to when you can get to another Walmart and, and restock up. It's that... This stuff is that simple, guys, and some of them are like, I can't afford a cooler. Well, how the hell are you going to afford to live for the next two weeks, being that the food you're going to pay for, uh, eating fast food right now, eating fast food. If what is it? What is it like? It's like ten, twelve dollars just to get a meal at McDonald's now, just for one meal, right? You get it, and these guys are eating at least two to three times a day. You go into a truck stop and you get two for five bucks, hot dogs and all this other crap. Just imagine doing that for thirty days. Well,
1: if you can't afford one of the big coolers, here's what you do. They can't afford. It's my no, point. I, I was gonna give them no excuse option here. So you get a regular little cooler, right? And you put the ice in it that would last for two or three days.
0: That's true. They have five-day ice coolers, 10-day right. ice coolers. Just get yeah. one
1: of those and just get the smaller one. And the money that you're saving, you can invest that in a regular plug-in cooler refrigerator.
0: Yeah, the plug-in cooler is less messy. It's nothing's getting wet. It's like, it's like Ruthann said. It's a basic little refrigerator. Guys and gals, you really want to do that. Guess what else you can do besides arming yourself with a, a cooler? Take a crock. A little crock pot. I love crock pots. You, you we talked rice about, cooker crock pot. Yeah, we talked about rice cookers and crock pots before. Take these. You can get the ones that are like. One to four servings. Walmart, we, I just picked one up for like $11. It's actually called the Crock-Pot.
1: Yeah, it's just a little mini one.
0: It's a mini one, and it's all a guy needs. You can buy a roast at Walmart, cut it into four, and take an onion, cut that into four, put it in, into four separate bags, and you have four different meals now mm-hmm. for yourself. Some a, a bag of vegetables in the, in the cooler section. Put that in with with some meat and some onion. Put a little water in it. Put the lid on and turn it on. By noon, your truck smells like it's home cooking in there. I promise you. And guess what? You just saved a lot of freaking money, guys. Yeah. Trust me, man. Stop giving your money to these truck stops and these high-cost areas. Um, one last thing. One last piece of advice I've got. If you don't have an APU, an APU is a generator, which we all know what a generator is. It allows you to shut your truck off and still run your heater and your and your air conditioner. A lot of guys don't have them. Okay. A lot of trucking companies don't order their trucks with them. And a lot of APUs break down. But guess what? You can invest. And I'm serious, especially if you're an owner, operator, or a lease purchase guy. You can invest in, and I my suggestion is Honda, one of those thousand watt generators. The little thousand watt minis. And you can literally chain it onto your catwalk. Okay, the little space between the truck and the trailer. You could chain it onto that. You can run your cord into the truck. Now you have power. Now guys, you don't need to have it running while you're going down the road. This is only for when you park. When you park, you turn on your 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 little mini and they're very quiet. It wouldn't even, it's not even as loud as a reefer unit, to be honest with you. Next thing you know, you go into Lowe's or Home Depot and you know those standing air conditioners? We had one. Mm -hmm. We had one for in here at one time and it's got like an exhaust hose and all you do is run that out the window, the exhaust hose, and it it'll air condition your cab or it'll run the heater in there. So as an owner operator, at least purchase driver, they say it's it's one gallon an hour if you're idling your truck. Okay, do the math right now at six bucks a gallon, even say five bucks a gallon, five bucks a gallon times If you're on your 10-hour break, that's fifty dollars. You can almost get a hotel cheaper, right? But it's only one gallon for 10 hours with one of those generators. So now five bucks every 10 hours or 50 bucks for idling. How long is it gonna take now? If you're out on the road for just say you're out on the road for a month and you and you idle 10 hours every day, that's fifty times thirty. How much is that? How much is that in one month? Do the math. That's like fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, $50 times 30. No, 50 times 30. Yeah, that is $1,500, isn't it? 50, 50 oh, times 30. Oh. No, right. Yeah, 30 times 50, zero, zero, 15. 1500 freaking dollars in a month that you could save. So, it, it, in one month, your generator that you strapped on the back actually pays for itself. And I've seen a lot of drivers that have them. Mm-hmm. But you know, guy gets a lease purchase going on, and you don't have an APU. Fifteen hundred bucks just in idle money a month right. can go in your pocket. Yeah. Well, actually, do the math. If you're doing five bucks a day times thirty, five times thirty is one hundred fifty dollars. So fifteen minus one hundred fifty. So you would save about thirteen hundred fifty dollars. That's a lot of money, man, in one month by just getting a damn little mini generator. Right. And, and the reason I say Honda, because your Honda is not going to break down. I bought generators before, Ethan. You know that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Some of them are a piece of garbage. In fact, I bought them at Rural King and like one lasted like six or seven hours and it fried. So you're really better off getting a little Honda generator. They start... They, I mean, uh, Johnny Acid gave me his push Honda mower before he moved to Pennsylvania. Like... I don't know, five, six years ago. And I use it like only a couple times a year, but it starts every time. It never, Lord willing, it starts every time. Anyways, that's all I really wanted to say. If you're wanting to save money, you can start by saving just the way you shop for your truck. You can start, if you're an owner operator, just by the way you cool and heat your truck. Be smart, guys. There is a lot of inventive ways to not get caught up in this crazy inflation. And I'm telling you, it's affecting a lot of people within. It's it's better to be
1: inventive and protect yourself than to be taken advantage on a daily basis every time you walk into the truck stop.
0: Absolutely. And don't be afraid to sh- shop at Aldi's and what are the what are the, the 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 bulk stores? Aldi's save a lot. I'm sure they have some other ones that we've never heard of in the Midwest. I think there's one called BGS or something like that up in in the Northeast. There's there's all kind of places that offer wholesale or not wholesale but cheap cheaper um, alternatives to going into like your your name brand. Um, uh, public stores, mm-hmm. grocery stores. Right. Okay. That's all I've got. I've got other stuff, but you know what? You just wouldn't shut up. So I just figured, you know, 47 <laughs> <some> minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, you got yeah. the word of the day for us.
1: I do. By word genius. By word genius. What do you got
0: for us today? Are you ready? Sure. Go ahead. Xiphoid. What's it called again? Zyphoid. Xiphoid? Xiphoid. Xiphoid. Xiphoid, the only time I've ever heard of xiphoid, my science teacher, when I was in seventh grade, he used to call it the xiphoid process, which was really your sternum. I'm I kid you not. He used to say that's the xiphoid process. And he would he would point to the sternum. I don't know. I'm just telling you what the science teacher used to say. What what's what's a zyphoid? It's sword shaped. It's what? Sword shaped. Sword shaped. Yeah. That's all it means. Yeah. Xiphoids.
1: So the children looked for any xiphoid objects they could use to play duel with. So as a little boy, like sticks, but it's not really a stick, but it might have like a something that you could use to pretend it's a sword. It's yeah. basically what it is. Sword shaped.
0: Wow. Now I know what a xiphoid is. After all those years, my my seventh grade science teacher was nuts, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at it, the sternum is, does come down.
0: True. Like, like a Like a, like like a sword. sword. N- upside down. Maybe. So maybe. Maybe he was just being smart. He was, maybe. All right, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.